0: Exhilarating, isn't she? <laughs> and now I want her more than ever. Lux on You will be mine. When will you get through your thick head that it's over between us, John? I think I know what she's doing. You have to fight to get her back, Captain. it's not over between us uh, um, uh you're mine and uh, I, I will not let you go I, I insist you return to my side immediately you mean you still care my love is a fever longing still for that which longer nurseth the disease tell me more in faith I do not love thee with mine eyes, for they in thee a thousand ever see. But tis my heart that loves what they despise, who, in despite of view, are pleased to doubt. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Let me not, for the marriage, tell me that you and Captain Picard were. You said loved you loved loved didn't want to hear about my own I have a new love, Jean-Luc. I can't keep killing all my lovers. Now that simply has to stop. Killing? always oh, insanely jealous. Listen, Tog, I must possess lexana and if that means destroying your ship in the process, so be it. Captain, I had uh, no idea what, but, Lord, Don't but, let him threaten you. You can defeat him. The only way you'll ever get me back is over Tog's dead body. That can be arranged. Mr. Wolf. arm phaser banks and photon torpedoes. It-
1: Yes, shall he compare her to a summer's day, and all that lovey-dovey crap. That was menage a trois, menage a trois, or menage a the French, the French expression is menage a trois, and that was the episode menage a with the great Waxana Troy, and Jean-Luc Picard, welcome to this sci-fi valentine podcast, and we're going to celebrate Star Trek and Romance. The Romance of Star Trek. and We've got a lot to cover, don't we? I actually wrote a book, Star Trek Sex. The romantic dealings of the original series with with Kirk and Spock and McCoy and Sulu and Uhura and Chekhov, but there is Star Trek sex. There is a lot of sex to go around in Star Trek. So we started off with that clip, which had the Ferengi kidnapping Luxana to use her as a negotiator, you know, um, advantage so she could read everyone's mind. And actually, I guess at the time, right, he in the episode he kidnaps um, Troy, Diana, Counselor Troy, and Riker as well, and Luxana. And then they proceed to take their clothes off and take their, because Ferengi women must be, or all women do not have the honor of clothes. One of the best examples of the romance of Star Trek, because even though in the episode, if you remember, it was a Tog, a Daemon Tog. He's not, um, not only after her for her, her powers, but he really does like her. He definitely is turned on by the Grand Dame herself, even though she keeps insulting him and giving him a hard time. So what of the other many romantic uh, interludes of Star Trek? Of course, we have Kirk. Uh, we need another two or three shows, as I, as I detailed in my book, to uh, properly go over the good captain's romance. But of course, ultimately, we have Dr. Carol Marcus, who he had David, his son, with who sadly was murdered by the Klingons, So the Klingon bastard who murdered my son, as we know, in Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. But good old uh, t- uh, Dr. Carol Marcus, played by the great B.B. Besh, and that was, I guess you could say that was his ultimate love, certainly one of his greatest uh, loves, romantic loves, um, aside from the greatest love of all, which, of course, is the Enterprise, right? which is the w- course of his career, his his star Trekking ways, and his starship. So, what about next generation? Okay, we've got Riker loving Troy and Troy loving Riker and Troy calling him uh, him uh Riker his uh, her amzadi, right? Her, her beloved. That's the the uh beta Betazoid word for beloved, right? Beloved imzadi. And obviously in their romantic relationships had their ups and downs. Troy even sort of uh, cheated on him with uh, with Worf. And of course Riker had his uh had his fair share of uh, fair woman folk. The episode up the long ladder with the uh, brigaloidian, with the Irish lass, and the foot washing comes to mind. Uh, many, many others, and um, but they they wound up together, right? Riker and Troy found each other, found their true love, and were married in Nemesis. The highlight, I would, I would submit, of that movie, of that film. So, and of course we could go on to some of the others. Of course, Dr. Crusher and the host, she falls in love with the trill. And then we all know what happens with that. And a new host must be brought in and Dr. Beverly Crusher, Dr. Beverly can't cope. She can't cope with yet another host, another physical form. She copes pretty well with Riker, though, remember? When the host has to be temporarily put into Riker, she copes very well, if I recall. So that's a, that's an interesting little note. Um, so, and what about Loxana, of course, the great magical Barrett Roddenberry, who played uh, Troy's mom? Um, she would pretty much loved and chased after everybody, including, of course, uh, Jean-Luc Picard, who was probably her favorite. Always kind of teasing him and always, you know, romance as a foot. And then she was um, on Deep Space Nine. She went on good old DS9 and she was sort of romancing and chasing after Odo, much to his chagrin. But um, at least she helped him in the, the great scene in the, um, I think they were, uh, they were sort of uh, stuck. Yeah, they got stuck in the turbo lift and she used her dress to be uh, sort of his a temporary bucket so he could uh, change shape, you know, release his shape. So he was uh not in the good way. So he had to, he had to let go of the shape. So now we go to Deep Space Nine, right? Dax loves Worf. We know how much that relationship prospered and blossomed. And sadly, we know what came of it. But Dax was what a partner for Worf. In ways, his, his near physical equal with the sparring, the holodeck games... And of course, her knowledge of a Klingon pretty much surpassed his, or definitely matched it to surpassed. What a romance, sadly, of course, Dax was taken from, from us, and then Esri Dax, the neutral host, came came about. And If I recall, she had a bit of a fling with Worf, even though it wasn't, quote-unquote, that serious, maybe, in the end. And of course, Captain Sisko and and, and Cassidy Yates, what a love story. That I think, in, in many ways, that's probably... Um, well, Dax and Worf as well, but Cassidy Yates and Cisco. What a love story! It plays out over many seasons, and of course we know what happens to Cisco. Or should, should I not spoil? Maybe you guys haven't seen the, the end of Deep Space Nine, but it's a it's a poignant sort of coda and chapter uh, with that love story. And then of course let's go uh, let's go over to Belana and Paris. Let's go over to Voyager. We've got much to savor here, right? Uh, Belana and Paris, good old. Uh, Bella and Torres in Paris do end up at the uh, you know at the end together. They do uh, partner. They do have a baby, and it's love all around. Um, another great one. Um, in the beginning, they sort of you know clash. They have their conflicts, but it's almost like a Sam and Diane from Cheers. You know, there's a there's a great bit of. Uh, a bit of conflict and clashing, but yet in the end they, they're kind of meant for each other. And then we have Chicote and Seven of nine. Who saw that coming? Not I. <laughs> no, not I. And I was pitching to the show and writing for, for it many times. So but basically we know that, you know, these were two very attractive people. They were they were both single. She didn't want anything to do with uh, with Kim, I guess, or and certainly the the Hollow Doc, uh, you know, came on to her, and you know, more power to you, my holographic friend. But that was that was not in the cards, obviously. Um, but it was it was interesting. I mean, it was definitely um, a surprise, but I think it played out rather well. Even though Chakoti and um, Captain Janeway had a bit of a flirtation, very briefly. But it was there. I thought it would be really interesting. But then you, have, of course, have the captain and the first uh, officer. Uh, and is that something we want, or is that Starfleet protocol? And certainly, you have to get over that. And finally, let's take a nod here. Take a moment to uh, a nod to uh, Jordi LaForge and Harry Kim, which again, they never seem to get anyone. You know, and maybe maybe holographic adventures and holographic loves. Um, Jordy, yeah, we know his holographic passions and Kim, not as much, but, you know, we've got to wonder uh, in his downtime, in his uh, playtime, what Harry Kim was, uh, was doing. And of course, Barkley, we know, we know Barclay, probably the king almost more than Jordy, uh, the king of a holographic romance, the king of a holographic tryst. So there you have it, a Star Trek Valentine's Day. I want to wish a happy Valentine's Day to everybody. And subscribe to Sci-Fi Guy if you've not. You can go the pay route for only $4.99 a month. You get the paid people stuff. You get some exclusives. You certainly do. Or you can just do the free, and it'll be fine as well. I want to thank you guys, and live long and prosper. We'll see you soon.